jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out Stacy, I'm fucking cursed. I know you are. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to start out just by cursing right at you about I'm, this curse. I, I, you know, I deserve it. I thank you for recognizing this. <laughs> what did you do to me? What? What? Cool Listen, spell. You got ringed, my friend. <laughs> I got ringed. How is it that we? Okay. We'll get to it. How is it that we watch this film, which we are so oh excited my God, for? I... We always do this. We always fucking do this to ourselves. We're yeah. like, I can't wait for MichaelMyers.com. Like, we, we play get... with fire. We we play with fire. And you know what? We, we get, get burned. Every time. Every and time. Lo and behold, I got burnt. Because what happens in this film, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about it, but in this film there's a little bit of a difference with the Samara curse in that you start to get these weird things happening to you. There's some body stuff happening. And I think I'm the new Samara. I think I have been chosen and I have been ringed. Or I just have ringworm and all my technology also has it. Yeah. You know what? You know what? This Anthony's computer didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> Anthony's computer didn't work. I had to restart it. I had to pull up an email. Yeah. Why did my my headphone jack stopped working on my brand new computer? I'm sure this is very exciting for everybody. So then I had to boot up my old, old computer, which took 100 years just to open ca- uh, Chrome. And then the headphone jack stopped working in that one. And then I went to move, and I stepped in a mysterious puddle that was underneath me. So I had to ask Stacy, what does cat pee smell like? It turns out it's not cat pee. It's not water. What is it? And why is it under my chair? What happens in rings? Puddle starts showing up everywhere, Stacy. Well, I think you got ringed. I got ringed. I'm remind me to stay off a plane. Oh wait, <laughs> I think I was going on one anytime soon. Anyway, I just wonder where in the timeline you are. Is this day one or is this day seven? And uh, I'll have to do tomorrow's episode by myself. Yeah, yeah. Or is this? Is it day six? Because we are on days. This I mean, we set we set this up for ourselves. It's seven days. We're doing seven days of three innings, Stacy. Why mm-hmm. didn't we do this on the seventh day? <laughs> because we couldn't. We didn't want to end on what we suspected would be a bad note. And honestly, we were at least at least there we were smart. Yeah. <laughs> We were like, we don't want to end this whole thing on, you know, a shitty movie that no one is going to watch and it, the, no one's going to listen to the episode because no one's seen the movie. Yeah, no one saw it to begin with. The first people to see it were us last night. Yeah, so. Oh my god. That was a good move, but it should have been the seventh day, you're right. I have regrets. I have <laughs> such regrets. I am wearing a skin suit made of regrets. <laughs> And skin. 
the, the, really that's the secondary material yeah the skin, in the skin suit ironically enough it's lined with regrets oh my god i yeah. sorry i just need to breathe through this this was such yeah. a the puddle is what really pushed me over the edge if i had a nickel for every time i've said that <laughs> <laughs> takes me right back to college so if you can't tell listeners we are reaching the conclusion of the three inning we are on day six out of seven as i said um we have right ra- stacy can i get an air horn four thousand one hundred and sixty three dollars raised oh by 89 God. people um, for, first a note, uh, just a dramaturgical note. This sa- sounded slightly more like a sea lion that was, like, really excited. Okay. Um, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, thank you for receiving that note. Um, second note, do you remember, Stacey, yesterday when we had to up our goal to... Wait, was it yesterday? There's, I don't know. Don't that, ask me. When did we change to 3333? Three, three, three? That was when we were recording, we had changed to 3333. Three, three, three. And then we changed to 4 like last night. By the time we were done or, recording, we had hit 3333. Three, three, three. Yes, and then we said, "Oh wait, we made to the sec and then that it's is Saturday Time over yet? It's, you know, <laughs> it's a ring, right? We're just trapped in a ring. No! <laughs> Before you die, you see it. Before you die, you podcast. Yeah, before you die, you podcast every day for a week. Of all the shameful ways to go to I know. podcasting. Do you know, do you know how embarrassing it is? Anytime yes. I get identified, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to say. Yeah, I'm anytime, sure I've been there. Anytime I am identified or find myself saying the words podcaster. Oh, please. Hi. Try adding and I have a blog onto that. <laughs> Talk about mortifying. <gasps> I have a podcast and a blog about horror movies. Mm-hmm. The line of ladies is stretched around the block, let me tell you. <laughs> They're lying. And she has how many baby arms and perms? <laughs> but we are, at least we're doing this for a good cause, finally. After a year and a half of having a show, we're finally putting it to good use. We're finally making up for the fact that we could be argued to be podcasters. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we are doing this. For the NBJC, everyone, that's the National Black Justice Coalition, who is a civil rights organization focused on empowering black LGBTQ and same gender loving people. They bridge the gap between the movements for racial justice and LGBTQ slash SGL equality. And you can learn about them at NBJC.org. Org. We have our Mighty Cause fundraiser set up at mightycause.com slash story slash 7VG1JG. You can also find that in our Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook. Bravo. Thank you. And we just up, because, Stacy, we made that goal overnight, uh, the, like, the second goal in a day or something. I know. What the fuck? 89 people. Thank you all. Um... We are up in that thermometer to ding, 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 $5,000. Now, the clock is ticking. We only have 
Wait, we have three days left right now. When you hear this, we'll have two days left, but there will only be one episode left. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm so confused. It's I don't been, like it. I don't like it. I never know where I am or where day it is or anything. <gasps> we have a couple of days left, right? Like Sunday is going to be our last episode. It could be argued days remain. It could be argued days remain. We know like yeah, we've been setting what we thought were lofty goals when we set this thing up. I said, let's start with a thousand. We can probably get to a thousand, right? Oh my gosh. Listeners, you guys are incredible and just like Truly. exploding the thermometer several times a day. Wink, uh, wink. Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> get that Android mustard. <laughs> uh, and so now uh, perhaps we are again playing with fire and saying, let's just go for it. Let's just go for 5,000. In, with only a couple days left. But I feel like maybe we can do it. I think I would like to believe we can because if we think, if you think till Sunday, $5,000, this seems very doable. We are already at 4163 Also, say we make 5000 Say we get that, like, you know, there's always that, like, last minute anonymous donor who, like, drops the billion dollars or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then sure. they save the day. Um, Imagine, like, say that happens and we are at our goal or past our goal. You can also continue to donate so we can raise even more than 5000 for uh, NBCJ, which I think would yeah. be really awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's a great cause. Yeah. Look out for black, queer, trans lives, man. I mean, this isn't all the work of looking out. This is just giving your money to help with some policy and to help the social justice and civil rights movements. Mm-hmm. But there are other ways to do it, like petitioning, like just spreading the word, talking to your stupid family members and trying to do it <laughs> empathically so they'll listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be the I change. Wish... <clears throat> Be... <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> um, what if we tried to talk about this movie telepathically and we just sat here quietly? <laughs> Which would be preferable to actually having to talk about it. I know we were excited about this movie. If anyone watched this... I'm sorry. I apologize. It is pure torture. Pure, actual torture. Could it have been slower? Could it have been slower? Could it have been worse? Could it have been more pointless? I feel like it was just, like, my soul has been waterboarded. <laughs> well, and with all the drippy drips in this movie. Mm-hmm. What a terrible movie. What a terrible movie. So we said to ourselves, listeners, we said, as you might have heard at the end of, the, of whenever the last episode was, however many <laughs> days or months ago, or years or at minutes ago that was. My childhood. <laughs> yeah, and we're in therapy for it as we, <laughs> yeah. this is all hypnosis. Um, as, this is a rebirthing process. Mm, rebirthing therapy. Do you get it? Because of the movie. Remember at the end? <laughs> the, Don't hmm. remind me of this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we said to ourselves, we, we put together this enormous, incredible list of films, and then we took out like half the good films, and we're like, no, oh, yeah. no we can't do those. <laughs> yeah. And then we said, 
you know, Samara is on an airplane in the beginning of Rings. We have to see it. It's our most anticipated film of this series. I, Stacy, I truly don't know if I have ever been more excited to watch anything for this show. No, and yet we also knew that it wasn't gonna be what we wanted it to be. Yeah, Which I don't yeah. even I don't even know what we wanted to be. All we wanted to see really was the first scene where Samara <laughs> quote causes the plane to crash. Excuse That's me. all we wanted to see. I take issue with that Wikipedia page that said that. Because did that plane crash? Well, uh, we're left to infer whatever type of ending we want for that plane, I suppose. I'll give it. We never see it crash. It just. We're told that uh, the person dies <laughs> afterward. Oh God, it's so. Bad. It wasn't. It, it wasn't off to a completely terrible. St- that's. I just can't say that and believe it. But it. It came. It satisfied. It. It came closer to my vision board for what the scene would be. In that, I imagine all I wanted to see was the little well light up on the TV consoles, right in the in front of the seats, which happened. Mm-hmm. It happened, and I said, oh, "It's happening!" I, I, I did my best, Marcos. I was screeching, I was squealing, I was going. <laughs> I was very excited, and then the next thing on my list was okay. And then Samara comes down the aisle with the drink cart, and even though she has the drink cart, she's asking you chicken or fish, and everyone's like, "I thought this was a beverage cart." <laughs> then that did not happen. So I said, "God." Damn it. Well, I hope she crawls through those consoles and there's a billion Samaras walking through the the backs of everyone's seats. Or, side note to that, she also has to sit in the flight attendant seat. Didn't happen. Instead, what happens? We get this guy, like, this guy's, like, sweating on a plane and part of his head is bleeding or something. And then someone, the gal next to him says, hey, it's better if you talk about it. And he's like, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but you ever hear about that videotape that kills you after you watch it? (laughs) (laughs) Off the bat. Yeah, he just launches right into it. Yeah, and she's like, wow, this guy's wackadoo. So then he goes to the bathroom. And then the French woman from American Horror Story Season 2, because I don't know if you noticed, Stacey, but this is a very international film. Sure. Um, this is an American version of a Japanese film series by a Spanish director with French and British actors, as well as people in Georgia playing people from Washington, Pacific Northwest Washington. <laughs> French ladies is like, hey, and for some reason she like takes it upon herself to bang on the bathroom door that he's in there. And she's like, I saw the tape, too. Did you make a copy? And he's like, I didn't make a copy. And then Samara pops out of the cockpit video screen. And then that's it. <laughs> Whole scene. Yeah, that's the scene. Did she go uh, on the intercom? No, I mean, I know in my dreams, Samara would have been a stewardess, I guess, but uh, I couldn't actually expect her to be a stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to see her do the little inflatable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the... Which would be ironic, since she usually just wants to kill people, and that way she'd be telling them how to save themselves. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, I was excited when I saw all the the wells pop up on the seat backs. And you hear the, like, yeah. But, um, you know, it was a, not a good start, and then it just got worse from there. I, the, that airplane scene was the best scene. Yeah, 
it really was. And they didn't um, even know what to do with it. <laughs> no. It was really stupid. <laughs> the whole this, movie was really stupid. This movie had like five writers attached. And of course one of them was Akiva Goldsman because he's the biggest fucking hack writing in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, here we are, like, let's give people what they didn't ask for, which is a new backstory for Samara. Remember how in The Ring, which this movie did make me think, man, The Ring is still so good. I do want to rewatch it. I want to watch. I've never saw the second one. So now I want to rewatch the first one and then see the second one. Second one's terrible. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I was, I hated the first one the first time I saw it. Uh, and then I watched really? it again. Yeah, I had a horrible movie theater experience, and then I just didn't like it. Um, and then I watched it again, and I thought, oh, it's good. I like Naomi Watts in it. I hate the kid. I hate the guy. Um, and I don't think the Japanese, the crossover with, like, Japanese ghosts still makes sense in the American context. But uh-huh. I lo- I like the mystery, and I like Naomi Watts. Oh, right. You saw the Japanese one first, didn't you? No. No, I saw Ringu no? after I saw the first one. You're the only person I've ever heard say this. Yeah, yeah, I'm How not a unique. huge fan. <laughs> but I love Ringu. Um, I should probably go, actually. <laughs> I have a thing. <laughs> I have a thing I have to get to. I forgot. It's, <laughs> it's definitely outside. So I can't do this anymore. Well, keep your two shopping carts distance outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I love the ring. I fucking love it. I know that there's, you know, cultural contextual things, but it almost is like, it wasn't saying she was Jap- like, it just was an interpretation of this. And I realized that like that ghost, ki- that type of ghost specifically has cultural meaning in Japan, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, um, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like it was co-opting it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they found an original... Like, with the setting and and stuff, I think they found a way to make it interesting. Yeah. I still don't especially, get why this Especially little... since none of us knew, also. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like The Ring started a phenomenon here. Yeah. Um, it, it basically introduced an entire genre to us, to Western audiences. Mm-hmm. And spawned a lot of bullshit that we're still feeling with rings. <laughs> a lot of symptoms. Yeah. This is where coronavirus began. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, if you remember in the ring, of course, it's a small detail that just kind of no one really cares about is that Samara was adopted. And so someone unfortunately remembered that and said, hey, now we can tell the story of her birth mother. In a way we can. We're, what we'll do is we'll just copy the format of the ring. It'll it'll kind of just be the same movie. But worse in every possible regard. Isn't it? It's literally a remake of the first one, mm-hmm. but in Georgia, mm-hmm. pretending they're in Washington, mm-hmm. and with people that don't speak English. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that as a like a, an American exceptionalist. Like, go back to where you came from. I don't understand why the lead actor in this, playing an American girl, is a French actor. She's Italian. She's Italian? Yeah. Oh, well, she's the star of Revenge, so I, I thought she was French. Weird. Well, okay, well, why, still, 
she I hear her big accent this whole time, and you're telling me this is a girl from like Portland, Oregon. The I didn't hear an accent. I honestly didn't. I didn't even think about it. I just thought she was the one of the most. I didn't realize that's her from Revenge. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, really. Yeah. The girl from Rings. Yes. Yes. The lead of Rings. Yes. Julia. Is the one with the synergy earrings in Revenge? With the cool pink earrings? I don't believe it. I never, well, obviously I never, even though I haven't seen Revenge, I just, people talk very highly of it, speak very highly of it. And I just, watching Rings, I said to myself, have I ever (laughs) seen two more unappealing, forgettable bland lead characters like yeah. they were just it, it could have been a couple of potatoes and it would have been more interesting to watch she is the lead in revenge she's really um she's great in revenge put some hot pink acrylic star earrings on her she's fantastic yeah it, this so to me that says completely inept director because a great actor can be horrible in another film with a bad director well, she also doesn't. I mean, this movie really gives you nothing to work with either. It's not like it was. It's not like you know that actress was so bad. But my God, the script! Oh, <laughs> I wanted to print it out and staple it and put it under my pillow. Like there's nothing to this movie. Could you imagine? You like like whatever. What, how do people meet? Tinder match with someone or whatever, and then you go home and you're like you're like ooh la la, sexy time, and then you like look under the pillow. And there's a script for rings. <laughs> I sleep with it every night. Would you stay or would you leave? Um, <laughs> like, would you want to find out? I would want to find out for sure. <laughs> I would have to find out. I mean... <laughs> First of all, sleeping with any script under your pillow is a little weird. I mean, we don't do that. With I would never do that with the Suspiria script. script. No, I no, would never do crazy that. Crazy talk. I would. You know what? I mean, sure, maybe make a quilt out of the individual <laughs> script pages. That seems like something a rational person would do. Yeah, you don't have an Instagram dedicated to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That said, speaking of the Rings script. I find myself very humbled today that I realize that Portrait of a Lady on Fire uh, obviously was inspired. It obviously ripped off rings. Yes. uh, Yeah, I thought of you and I said, Stacy's very upset right now. (laughs) I I, I think I screamed. (laughs) My notes say Portrait of a Lady on Fire crossover. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know. Which you most likely don't. (laughs) Which you most likely don't. Um, The myth of Orpheus and Eurydice plays, is a central aspect of Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And after the plane crashes, or whatever happens to the plane in rings, maybe it's on Lost Island. Who knows? (laughs) With the smoke monster? Yeah, uh, after that, there's a scene with our two potato leads, and they are discussing Orpheus and Eurydice. And I, my butt fell out of my mouth, (laughs) (laughs) and I just was like, oh, 
I can't believe rings got there first. I can't believe rings and Portrait of a Lady on Fire are in a shared universe now. It is the rings portrait shared universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the the new Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Because he's, because what? It opens with, I don't even know what her name is. Her name is Girl. Girl. It opens with Girl Potato <laughs> talking. <laughs> after the airplane's crash, Girl Potato is talking with Boy Potato. And they want to go, not to gender them, and they want to go. He's going to college, so she, like, has to say goodbye or something. And and, and he's like, Orpheus was, had to, he saw his wife, and then the devil was like, you can't look at her. And then I would turn around to look at you because I love you so much. And then he, like, takes off his shirt. And hands it to her, and then he gets <laughs> yeah. in the car with his dad shirt. Like, oh, sorry, topless. He gets in the car with his dad topless, <laughs> and then, and then he goes to college, and then he gets sucked into like a ring cult with led by Johnny Galecki, which yeah, club ring, <laughs> club ring. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting ahead of of the the, the intricate plot here. Um, right, Stacy, did you watch the deleted scene? Of the ending? No, I, I rented this shit. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you, um, you didn't excitedly purchase the Blu-ray in advance. Um, so, did you? Oh, no, my God, did No, you? I didn't. I, I broke into Movie oh. Madness and took it. Um, so I rented it. Thank you very much. So uh, I watched the alternate ending. And listeners, this doesn't matter. Nothing in this movie matters, so it's fine, this um, sequence. at the There's an alternate ending where instead of it just... You know, she looks in the mirror and then wipes it away, and then that's the end of the film. The alternate ending, after she looks in the mirror, and the the what emails haven't happened yet, she walks down the steps and she's got puddle feet because she's been in my room under my chair. <laughs> and she walks up to boyfriend and he's like, I can't get the computer to work. And he finishes typing in it, the, the braille uncodes and says rebirth. It's fucking stupid. And then he hears, she's standing behind him and she says... Don't look back. <laughs> oh my god. And then he turns around and looks, and then you see the eye thing, and then it's the credits. <laughs> oh my god. And I thought to myself, I hope Stacey Bonner isn't watching this because she would oh be so mad god. right now. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. Which cinematic parallels. Because get it? It's the same ending of Portrait of Lady on Fire. It is! When, except Adele says, look back. Right. And then, and then she looks back at Eloise and then she shuts the door. Mm -hmm. But in this, she says, don't look back. And he does it anyway, because he's a boy potato. Because boy potato will always look back for her because he loves her so much. He loves. He will go against her wishes and, and, you know. (laughs) destroy himself rather than actually listen to what his girlfriend says. (laughs) (laughs) Who is clearly in a state of distress. Yeah. (laughs) So he, he follows her, he follows her not command and then, and then it's over. And I said to myself, that was the whole point of that being included in the script in the first scene or second scene. Yeah. 
was so that they yeah. could loop back because you know it's a circle, man, like a like a snake eating its tail. Yeah, it's like a ring, <laughs> like a ring. Did you, Anthony, like a ring eating itself. Did you love the the part of the movie when when she looks up at the bell and she's like a bell? It's also a circle. <laughs> But she doesn't say that. But then they show, they flash this, the ring from the video and transpose it over the outline of the bell. Yeah, we couldn't see. Once she sees her video and then goes investigating, trying to find all these things, we couldn't see anything that was in the video without them reminding us of the video. Because it's we're all Constantly dumb-dumbs. flashing. And... And now it's modern day technology, so they don't make any use of it except that she constantly is looking at her phone to rewatch the video and to go frame by frame because she's like gonna get into this video art, man. Um, yeah. There's a new video in this film because because what? So what? Johnny Galecki. First of all, <laughs> this this movie. <laughs> Is so unbelievable. Like, I know we have to suspend our disbelief with a movie like this. Yes. With the entire Ring series. But I say to myself, honestly, movie, you expect me to believe that Johnny Galecki is cool in any regard. He's a cool, let alone a cool professor that, like, these drunk college students want to hang out with. Yeah. My suspension of disbelief only goes so far. What's your state? What's your stance on Johnny Galecki? Because I can't. I can't. Um, I was trying to think of a way to say I liked him on Roseanne, but that's not true either. I just loved Roseanne. I loved Roseanne. So it's like I get nostalgia from seeing Johnny Galecki exclusively as David. Right. On Roseanne proper, not the Connors, because he does come back and he's current, he's present day Johnny Galecki and he's just a sluggish about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like even Roseanne, like Darlene with David, I was always like, are we sure Darlene isn't gay? Oh, she's gay. Like, I mean, you know, and that was just like, what's her face? Wasn't that uh, the finale? Didn't Roseanne in the finale say like. Oh, by the way. In the, the finale, way, like, Jackie was gay. Oh, Jackie was gay, but Darlene was with Mark. Yeah, the sisters were switched. Because the writers were like, switched. how can we make this not make any sense more? <laughs> yeah, how? I disregard that whole scene. Yeah. I mean, I remember, remember when you could sit around, not worry about the mosquitoes and the killers, <laughs> and you could just enjoy Roseanne. Remember those days? What a time. <gasps> It's a loaded statement for many reasons. I know it is. (laughs) And Roseanne's trending again, so how timely and topical. She is. I know. Well, that's us. We're going there. We go there. Timely and topical. Um, I just, I mean, he would just, he, I just, his face comes on the screen and I say no. Thank you. Same. And he's just not, he, not to say, nobody in this film is trying. No. Oh, God, no. Except maybe the, like, contortionist that plays Samara. I did watch some of the bonus features, and she is so excited. She also has, like, insane Miss Lovett from Sweeney Todd hair. (laughs) And she's very excited about everything. But nobody else gave a shit. (laughs) 
There was one part where I said, oh, that was kind of neat. And that is when Samara goes to kill someone and the TV, which is, of course, flat now, is lying face down on the floor. Oh, yeah. And she comes out from under it, like emerges from that TV. And I thought that was actually pretty cool and well done. Yeah, because um, what's her, was that Sky or was that Julia? Sure. Julia Potato or Sky Potato? One of Sky Potato. The potato that was maybe dating Johnny Galecki or was the first student or I don't know what, what the fuck was going on. But the, the, the TV goes and you see the well on the screen and she rips it off the wall and then she unplugs it and she throws it on the ground and then you see Samara's hand coming out of it and she crawls out. From, but what I wanted... Like, it was okay, but what I wanted was for her to stand up from under the TV, and then you just see little Samara legs come popping out of the TV, and (laughs) it'd be real cute. Why does Johnny Galecki get, so he finds a videotape at, like, a mark, a video market in Seattle or something, and then he also happens to be the cool college professor, so he's like, and he talks about death and the other side or something, but he also does video stuff. So then he starts having his students, like, it is It is uncovered by Girl Potato that her boyfriend has gone missing, and it's because he has started recruiting students for a quote-unquote experiment in which he shows them all the ring video, the, the Maya Darren art film that Samara made. And then all the students watch it, and then they have a really cool, like, underground raver lair inside the college? <laughs> what is this room yeah it's on the mysterious seventh floor that you need a key to access which <laughs> seems likely which girl potato when she drives to his college and somehow just finds his dorm room and then just goes into his dorm room and then finds his necklace that she's like i should take this and she takes it and then she's standing in the elevator and she just realizes that the pendant on the necklace is the skeleton key for the elevator in the university <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to underground eye horror raver lair, <laughs> which apparently nobody in the college knows about except all the students. <laughs> There's no janitor. It's like everything's green down there and they have TVs on the wall that shows how much time is left for all the students that have watched the video. What? Yeah. And then like you watch the video and then John, you in this one, I... So here's the thing. Why didn't they just go full eye horror with this movie? They should have. It would have been great. I mean, mm. that's a really strong word. It would have been uh, different. It would have been arguably funnier had they gone a little more eye horror. Because in this, you copy and paste the video instead of make a copy of the videotape. Because now it's mm-hmm. a, now Samara has a QuickTime file. <laughs> And to me, that seems like, okay, you're, you you found an in for me besides an airplane. <laughs> copy and pasting a QuickTime file. That sounds great. So they copy and paste QuickTime files. But other than that, you know, and or maybe someone watching it on their phone or the ending, there's no, they, like, why, why wasn't Samara Snapchatting people? That's what I wanted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for yes-handing me. <laughs> Um, I did think why, like, you know, we're in a world where there are computers and the such. I just didn't understand why no one just uploaded the video to, like, YouTube. Thank you! The whole time we were screaming this. Yeah. Like, put it in your Insta story. Right. 
And then wouldn't that have been a much more hilariously fun, epic, apocalyptic eye horror thing? I don't want to make any more assumptions about it, honestly. <laughs> you just want to put I'm, it to bed. Yeah, I'm already so let down. I don't want to <laughs> think about that possibility because it wouldn't have been what I dreamed anyway. So. <laughs> you don't want to see that in rings two with a little square root two up top. This, this back, oh, this backstory? That her mother was held prisoner by a priest. <laughs> And raped by him. Oh, God. And so I guess that made Samara evil. I guess. I, like... Did you... Yeah. Did you... Didn't you think if you're gonna explore Samara's backstory... And this was one of my biggest questions with the first one. It somehow... It just works with Ringu, I feel like. But with the first one, I'm like, why did this dead little adopted girl from the Pacific Northwest become a video art ghost? Mm Mm-hmm. That could have been material to explore. Right. Not knowing that in Ring, in the Ring, you could argue that works or that enhances the the sense of mystery that Naomi Watts is exploring. But in this, where there's nowhere else to go with the story, maybe we'd Mm -hmm. explain why it's just because she was a, a, a priest daughter from a basement family. That's the only explanation. Her mother was perfectly fine. Yeah, I, th- um, I thought there was going to be something about the mom. And that priest is Vincent D'Onofrio. A blind Vincent D'Onofrio. Who had nothing else to do at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then, I mean, the girl potato finds the underground lair. Oh my god. Where the mother has been counting the days and... In her captivity is still testing out baby names and writes on the wall all the possible names for Samara and crosses them out as she changes her mind. Sarah, Sally, Stacy, Samara, which is, of course, the sequel to Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, we've all been looking for. Sarah, Sally, Stacy, Samara. <laughs> yeah. I just, and, and then, like, and then, but then they find Samara's skeleton buried in the wall. And they're good, like, girl and boy potato, the potatoes, girl and boy, <laughs> find, find Samara's skeleton hidden away in the wall. Like, this is an Edgar Allan Poe story. And so they're going to cremate it and set her free, which is fine. But then what skeleton was in the well that Naomi Watts found in the ring? Well, and, yeah. And they said, they said she was put in the well. Years later, they bar- they found her body and they buried her at this cemetery. So are we to infer? Because, you know, they f- what happened in the ring? She finds the skeleton and they're like, she's at rest now. And then they buried it, right? Didn't they bury it? I don't remember if they buried it or if they just were like, it was inferred that like, oh, they found the body. Now we're going to take it, care- have it taken care of or something. <sighs> but I guess we're supposed to believe that Naomi Watts drove Samara's skeleton to this town in Washington, Georgia. And then the townspeople were like, no. <laughs> and Vincent Zanofrio was blind and he dug up the body from the mausoleum thing crypt and then he buried her in his wall and then did restorative wall work (laughs) 
I mean... It's just too many steps, people. It's too many steps. It's just too silly. It's pointless. Uh, Samara at the end, when she is rebirthed... Like, cicadas make Samara come out of a phone... That's all you really. That's all you really need to know about this movie. Make Samara come out of a phone, right? And that doesn't make any sense when I say it, but that's what happens in the movie. Cicadas swarm around a telephone, and then Samara comes out of the phone. Which is, I, geographically, cicada. I guess apparently there are cicadas in Pacific Northwest, but I've never knew this until this film. Yeah. Well, you learned something. I think. Your your mind got ringed. Thank you for turning that frown upside down. You are right. <laughs> yeah. I gained And then at the end, when she's been rebirthed in Girl Potato, <laughs> uh, she can send emails with her mind. Oh, God, it's so bad. It just proves that, like, like something that we've always known, which is, like, telephone horror you look at older horror movies where the telephone plays a key role and how it just doesn't translate to our modern technology yes and that's the case with this there is something about the videotape getting dubbed and passed around and everything that is very real and it could happen with like a viral online video but just copying a QuickTime movie and putting it on a flash drive is just, like, so boring and mundane. <laughs> it just doesn't work. There's no, it doesn't, it just doesn't uh, generate any thrills and or chills at all. It's, it's like, and that's what feels like such a grievous offense is that they, this was only two years ago, three years ago, it was 2017. They could have easily exploited more of, like, the if you want the copy paste or the Snapchats or something, they could have done more of that, but they only did it. That only factored into the ending with the emails getting sent out. Yeah. If unfriended is going to do the deep web. Thank you. The dark web. Then why not Samara? Thank you. Thank you. Like it's much, it's one thing to pass it around. Like it's a link to Goatsy. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I don't even know if that, like, really works anymore. It would have in the early days of the internet where it's like, have you clicked this link? You have to click it. And then it's Tub Girl. Well, that's you know? that's what's weird is that then at the end, like, you know, because what she has, she's been touched by Samara, so she has Braille on her hand. Nobody knows why it's Braille, except so that Vincent Zanofrio can touch would... her hands and be like, ooh. <laughs> And why would Samara need to advertise that in Braille on someone's hand? Like, if you're gonna, like, be rebirthed in Girl Potato, just do it. Samara loves Clue. She loves a scavenger hunt. For no reason. That never, there's never, it's just so that she can waste people's time, I guess. She likes to give them things to do during seven days, so maybe that's kind of compassionate (laughs) of her. Because she's like, well, you're gonna die anyway, but... Right, it kind of helps take their mind off it. Maybe it helps their stress. Yeah, yeah. She's well. I'm gonna kill you, but if you open this browser and go to the Braille translator, you can enter in the dots yourself, <laughs> and then that will help you uncover the code while I'm about to kill you. So he's typing in the code, and it spells rebirth, and then the emails get sent out, and then immediately you get you see everyone emailing back saying, "Wow, cool video." I don't get it though. What's it mean? <laughs> it is so stupid. 
Because if there's one thing we've learned from our time on the internet, it's when you get an email with an attachment and no body in the email or anything, you should immediately open that attachment. You And then you watch it that second and then you respond literally within five seconds of receiving the email. Yeah. I know that's how I handle all my emails. But that's that 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 it, that it goes out via email and then people these young hot college teens all from France and England and Spain uh, that they're responding immediately. Mm. And even like what it's just in this just have her get on Snapchat, y'all. They haven't even had time to watch it and they're responding. That's how you know. They don't need, it's like, "Oh, actually you didn't even watch my video." Hey Judy, how come it's been a week? How come you're not dead? You didn't even watch it, did you? <laughs> did you? <laughs> you said you did. <laughs> That's how you know who your real friends are. It's true. Who actually watches the murder <laughs> video? Mhm. Why why so girl potato uh, she she copies his video so her boyfriend won't die in seven days or whatever and then she watches it even though she just saw someone get killed by Samara in front of her and then she watches her but she gets a new video and then that's the one yeah, that what's so special about her that's they i thought for sure like they they don't show her mom or her parents in the film and there, I did. There's deleted scenes where her mom is like kind of has mental illness and stuff and and whatever. And so that that was just taken on the movie, which is why they don't talk about her parents. But I felt like that was an entry point to like connect her maybe to Samara, and right. that's why she's the one that gets is chosen and gets a special brand new Maya Darren art film. Well, they keep showing the photograph that's got the lady who runs the bed and breakfast and Samara's mother. And there's a third woman in the picture that is never discussed. Yeah. And the bed and breakfast owner, because in this one, instead of a motor motor lodge where you get in a little cabin and watch a videotape in this one, it's a bed and breakfast. Um, Mm -hmm. And instead of Bruce Cox, it's it's blind Vincent D'Onofrio or Brian Cox. Mm -hmm. Um, But like. There's so much attention, and the the way the bed and breakfast owner woman is like, oh that oh that photograph, I don't talk about that photograph. I'm from Washington. Like, <laughs> you think that there's some connective tissue that maybe her, her mom was also Samara's mom, or that yeah. she is her her niece. She's Samara's niece, mm-hmm. and that's why she is the perfect perfect corp corpular avatar <laughs> for the new wow. thank you for the new Samara for Samara 2.0 yeah. for Samaras instead when boy potato is going <laughs> off to college at the beginning of the film and they're having their big separation he says like oh your mom really needs you right now so that's why I'm going to go and you're going to stay and then she leaves <laughs> For a week. And go and for, for a week. Goes to the college, never checks in with her mother. We never see the mother. We never hear from the mother. No. The mother's just dropped. But it's like, so you don't know. It's like, is her mother, like, confined to a bed and literally needs her daughter to, like, help her exist? And the daughter's like, bye. She's, I don't know where my boy potato is. I gotta go find he's him. He's not on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See you later. Meanwhile, yeah. mom is just sitting in bed, hitting the wall with her cane. Being like, Eleanor! Mm-hmm. Eleanor! <laughs> Bring me my ledger! <laughs> and my Zoom! <laughs> wow. 
it's uh, it's a really bad movie. Wow. It I at one point I because you know this movie it really does just ape the structure of the ring. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Just without in, any interest. <laughs> without any anything good about it. No scares. Terrible acting. Just awful all the way around. But at one point, I don't know, something they found something that seemed like a big deal. And I said to myself, this has to be wrapping up. And then I looked and it still had 45 minutes to go. It's so long. It's so long. You, it's the basement family synth experience, 4D experience. Because you yeah. you feel like you have been abducted and, and put <laughs> into a basement under Vincent Tofrio's house. You're Brie Larson in room. <laughs> and you're not going to win an Academy Award in this time around. No, you definitely are not. <laughs> oh my God. You're just going to get ringed. I, you got ringed. <laughs> R-I-N-G apostrophe D. Yeah. I do love that Basement Mom was carving like i love that she wasn't just writing the name sarah sally stacy samara i love that she intentionally was carving them into the wall and then staring at them and then would carve crossing them out (laughs) yeah be like okay you know what (laughs) this little baby of mine i'm gonna name her sally 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 Hey, Sally, bring me my lead. No. no, I don't like that. Where's my chisel? She has to do her line readings first. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, where's her fucking chisel? Yeah. How did she? Who's this Michelangelo down there? How's she keeping track of the days? She's in a room with no windows. Well, thank God she did. So that girl potato could look at the number of, of days and go, ooh, 34 weeks. Eight and a half months. You were pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously the woman knew the minute she got pregnant. She did. She you did. Know. What a terrible film. It's so bad. We it's were so, so bad. excited. I cannot. I honestly can't. Like the biggest surprise for me. Not only. I, the portrait thing is fucking hilarious. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, Which didn't I, even. Just like the mom didn't ultimately go anywhere in the final cut of the film (laughs) no no except when she's watching her video and he turns around so he doesn't see it and it's like can you get reinfected first of all oh yeah is it like why can you see yeah so he turns around and she's like don't look at the moon (laughs) don't look at it but i cannot believe that is the woman from revenge just seeing that cover of Revenge in a fairly, like, an iconic look. I cannot believe it is this girl who, I mean, if you told me, like, it was a hunk of tofu with a wig. <laughs> yeah, it's the new experimental tofurky like, wow, model. Yeah, tof- tofu's come pretty far. <laughs> tofu's come a long way, baby. Where's that body snatchers where they're just tofu people? <laughs> yeah. I fucking hated this movie. It's so bad. It's so bad. It is so bad. We have doubts and regrets. Um I think we formally apologize. <laughs> uh yeah, I apologize to listeners if they're even listening to this. 
I apologize to anyone who said, oh, I've never seen it. Maybe I'll watch it so I know what they're talking about. I apologize to you. I apologize to myself. I apologize to you. I apologize, I apologize. to you and to all people. I mean. All children and living things. I mean, we knew. We knew. We knew. We, we, we knew. always know, just like we knew with fucking Halloween Resurrection. And we had seen mm. that one. Yeah. But we still, we get so excited. We see. We say, Johnny Galecki, bring it on. Airplane, Mm -hmm. bring it on. Well, (laughs) we only have one movie left now. There's but one day. There is but one day. To be threed. To be threed. And we are finishing off this fundraising week with George Romero's Day of the Dead. Got you again. It doesn't have three in the title. Got you again, but it's a third, it's ain't it? the third of the dead. The third of the dead. <laughs> uh, Which would have actually been a, a terrible title, but I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now that I reveal that, I'm sure people are saying, okay, so you didn't do The Exorcist 3. <laughs> Or Poltergeist 3. Or Poltergeist Or Final Destination 3, even. Yeah. Even fucking Leprechaun 3. We did rings. (laughs) We did rings. Oh, well. The two people who listened to that episode will, uh... I don't know. I'm sorry. But, once again, it is all for a good cause. This is all for the National Black Justice Coalition. And Stacy, we are in with another donation. We are up to 90 donors, and we have $4,183 towards our $5,000 goal. (gasps) Yay! Even as we speak about Samara and this, or what, Samara 3.5, whatever this atrocity is, even as we address this, we are still raising money for the National Black Justice Coalition. Thank you for donating. Thank you for spreading the word. If you've donated, sharing, retweeting these last couple of days is the most most bestest thing you can do. And we would really appreciate yeah. it. Um, it's the weekend. Uh, people are being so generous. It's so yes. appreciated. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, it's made the the madness worth it. The soft soft brains that we have now are worth Don't it. Don't you feel a little broken? I feel completely broken. Um, I feel like I am just a pile of whatever inside of a skin suit made of regrets. <laughs> That's it. That's all I am. Oh, well, one more day. We can get through this, right? One more day. We can get through this. We have, thank God, we have an actual good movie. Yes. See, that's why we didn't end on rings. Thank you. Can you imagine, people, if this was the last episode of this endeavor? How depressing. Thank you. I can't believe, this is like two months of episodes for us in a week. Yeah. All right, people. $5,000. It's on. We can do it. It's on. Thanks for listening. Wow. For a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm going to guess yes. Ah, Oh, oh my my God. God. Oh, Oh my God. God. Tune in next time.
mort, Kayla! <rire> 